Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season two of the In Between podcast. Before we get started, uh, please don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell, comment, and check out our blogs at inbetweenpodcast.com. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Also, Dad has said this many times, but please rate us. You don't have to give us five stars, but you know, like, it would help. I mean, we like five stars. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> like five stars? But, you know, please, it, it really helps, you know, get, get right. us out there. It gets us out there, gets people talking. Yeah. Gets people looking. Gets people and, looking. And <laughs> uh, gets people checking things out. So we like it. Really would appreciate it. Um, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm lovely. You sound a little um, strained. Why? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'm strained at all. I feel strained. Uh, I actually just got back from a pretty extensive vacation. What are you doing? What? Where? Metal straws? Really? I'm sorry. I if didn't you hear think. I, I in didn't the microphone, think. I didn't think about that. My bad. Hold it's on. a metal straw. Well, I. I, I, didn't even I know. couldn't get past the ice. I didn't know metal straws were a thing. I've had metal straws for like the past two years. Really? Yes. Oh. Who knew? My bad. I'm. I couldn't get past my <clears throat> ice. See. You hear this? I do. This hear was it. your fault. Sorry, people. You know, it's the tinkling on the uh, microphone. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't like the word tinkling? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a good word. I'm choking on ice. <laughs> anyway, finally back home, getting to see everybody, mm-hmm. kind of hang out. It's been pretty cool, huh? Now you're eating ice. Like, let's count all of the unprofessional things we can do <laughs> while on a podcast. I know you said, let's have a good opening. And I thought, <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have messed up the last few openings. It was like, funny. pretty bad. <laughs> while I was gone, I actually listened back and I was like, wow, we kind of phoned it in on the on the openings on some of these podcasts. Like, what, what are we doing? We like went back to square one as soon as we started season two. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So anyway, sorry about that. If That's we, a uh, me problem. Sorry, <clears throat> guys. I'll do better. I, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> so we uh, have been uh, just hanging out because you haven't seen me all week. You're sad, yeah. huh? I was just tired. <laughs> you were just tired. Just tired. You poor thing. Me and mom just watch K drama the I'm, whole time. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. One night she was like, "Let's find a movie," and I was like, "Okay." And I sat for twenty minutes with my um, DoorDashed food sitting in front of me, and it was cold. This is I don't understand. <laughs> it was like the first night. The first night that you're gone, no matter what, it's always uh, she eats leftovers that are usually or makes tomato soup. And she tells me, order what you want, and then doesn't say anything else. And oh, so, wow. It's so you always. you kind of get free reign of whatever it is that you. Uh, and then, whatever like. I've eaten on DoorDash, that will be my lunch for the next day, or I will have to figure out something. I so, see. Yeah. So, um, did you DoorDash something good then? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I DoorDash pretty decent foods, you know, like McDonald's. No. <laughs> Taco Bell. No. Ew. <laughs> Both of those are like, okay, yeah, no, that's just. I was going to say, you're about to denigrate one of the fast food chains, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I totally, like, my brain just blanked on, yeah, sorry. Um, my brain blanked. <clears throat> my, 
I forgot how to English. So you, you asked me a really interesting question just a minute ago, and I was like, what? Yeah, well, I saw this uh, trend going around on TikTok, and I was like, that can't be right. I feel like this is fake. This is staged, right? As is most things on the internet. Um, why did you turn my mic off? Sorry. Okay. Um. So I just asked, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Because I think about European history a lot now because I have the knowledge to think about it. I actually thought that this was a really interesting question when I first, uh, when it first came out and I, Mm -hmm. you know, I first kind of started seeing people talk about it because I thought, well, you know, to, to directly, to say that I directly thought about the Roman empire, it's like, I don't know that I would say I directly thought about it, but, but but there's a lot of things that have to do with like came, that came from the Roman Empire, yeah. Like philosophy and so you guys are just sitting there and just sh- and like <laughs> the Colosseum and the and gladiators and like all that kind of stuff and like I would say yeah I probably legit have thought about that stuff at least once a week if not more often what <laughs> yeah which I thought I was thought hilarious I was no I was so sure that this was made up it was like people just messing with people like because that's what tiktok is it's honestly it's just a bunch of teenagers messing with each other um <laughs> but i was like i have to test this out and it's true you guys yeah, think I, about well, it a lot it's not like i'm going oh let's you know let's think about no but, but, you but know, still but so it's much a common yeah thing and, so, for you. and so much of our world actually like the way we do things. Like, can you give from, me an example? Well, I mean, politics. I'm uh, honestly, I think the thing that here as of late that I've thought about the most mm-hmm. is how um, affluent and influential and prestigious Rome was, right? <laughs> and it's well in its day, right? And yeah. and that the government was like supposed to be the thing and all of that. And how it collapsed, and I think that's probably actually probably what I've thought about the most is how Ro- Roman economics were so big, and they were able to, and Rome was able to fall and be nothing. Like you know, we talk about it as a historical fact, and how much that correlates to to America today. And your eyes are getting big, and you're like, "Oh, holy okay, crap!" Okay, <laughs> well. <clears throat> I only ask this because, like, I th- I don't think this is a girl thing, but me personally, yeah, uh, probably once a week, I would say maybe more because I like to just sit and contemplate things um, on Google. <laughs> I've thought a lot about European history in the last year, sure, or, or uh, science. Like a good example, I ha- I have ten assignments. We call them ten. Ten assignments for physics, and I did them in chemistry last year too. It's just something that um, my teacher. What? Sorry. What are you doing? <laughs> something that your teacher. Um, sorry, go ahead. Something that my teacher uh, does that is specific to his class. So it's like whatever the concept is, whether that be um, rates or ratios or friction versus force or whatever. Um, we find real world examples of those things in our own homes or our daily lives. And we write a couple sentences on them, right? So I was getting really stuck on my friction and forces tent assignment because I like to overthink things. And I literally went to go wash out my cup and I turned the sink on and I went, (gasps) 
Water pressure. Yeah. <laughs> and? And I, li- I, things from chemistry last year, I will look at something and just think, oh yeah, that random concept from three months ago that yeah. I did in chemistry. I'm like, that's so random. Or what, five minutes ago, I was all like, which Henry was it that had six wives? Wasn't yeah. Henry Renoir. That was the sixth Henry, not but, the eighth Henry. Like, why is my brain like this? Uh, you're a teenage girl. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it's just strange. I, I think it's funny. I well, get distracted so easily. We were watching the Tour de France, and um, they were showing pictures of the aqueducts. I'm like, you know, obviously that automatically makes you think back to Rome, right? Because of... And, Does it? And I, for, for me, it would even take it back farther than that because I like mm-hmm. biblical history and all that kind of thing. I like the aqueducts that were going um, in and out of the cities and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, places that were actually like tunnels that were hidden. Like Jerusalem has got has some of those. And um, I've reached uh, that, the shaking stage of coffee drinking. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I just think that that's kind of fascinating. So That's. Yeah. So there you go. Kind of weird. Back to Rome. Sorry. That's weird. Nothing. All things. It's all weird. All you know. It's kind of like Kevin Bacon. What? We well, you know how movies seven seven. What is it? It's all roads <laughs> lead to Kevin Bacon. Essentially, I can't think. The people who are listening to this, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Guardians of the Galaxy. You're talking about that. Oh yeah, they'll. What are the? What's it called? Oh. Huh? Uh, it's called like. Um, what are you talking about? Six degrees of separation, or or, or maybe like I, you, I don't know. If you looked it up, Kevin you, Bacon has like everybody that's ever been in a movie is like tied back to Kevin Bacon in a movie in in like two people. It's weird because he's been in so many movies. I'm so confused right now. Um, I'm probably anyways, describing it wrong, and everybody thinks I'm an. I idiot thought you were talking <laughs> about like the Guardians of the Galaxy obsession with Kevin Bacon. Is that not right? Well, no, that's a, that's actually kind of part of it, too. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Everything leads back to Kevin Bacon somehow. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. You know you've succeeded in life when all roads lead back to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you afraid of? Oh, the dark. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I'm still so scared of the dark. Really? Which is funny. All my uh, multiple groups of people, like, in the last week have been like, you want to go to a haunted corn maze with us? I'm like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> right. I will drive you over there maybe yeah. illegally and leave you there. Yeah. <laughs> like have fun. I literally, I remember no. like the first haunted house, quote unquote haunted house that <sighs> I ever went to. And actually we, um, in high school, believe it or not, we had a haunted house in our town. You did? Oh yeah. How was that possible? Uh, well, 200 of you. No, the, I think it was the house. senior class, if I remember right. They would put together a haunted house. Oh, for, it's one of those. Yeah, for like a fundraiser for school. And and I would get to be, you know, I'd get to be in the haunted house or, oh. or whatever. And then you go through the haunted house. And I remember um, at the end of the haunted house, it was, I think it was almost always, like one of the guys had a chainsaw oh without the chain on it. And, they, and, and that was part of it. Like when you got to the end, he would fire this thing up and chase you. Oh, out of the no, building. absolutely not. <laughs> See, my problem is I would either just shut down and like stop functioning like I did the first time I ever did anything that was remotely close to like a maze or a haunted house, which was at a church yeah. in Portland. It was a church in Portland. It was like three years ago. 
Yeah. I, I, how old was I? 13? Yeah. Yeah. And I went through this thing with my group of 12 girls and I was in the back crying. Sure. As we're going through, it was not scary. If you ask any of them, they were laughing the whole time. But I heard one of them scream, like blood curling scream ahead of me. And I started crying and I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> it was just really bad. I it remember one time when you were like that really too. Bad. And I was almost like that actually. What? Yeah. Oh, the Harry Potter ride. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was so horrible. I legit am a 40 plus year old man when we went on that ride and I had my eyes closed through parts of it. <laughs> well, okay, that leads me back. I don't think I ever finished my thing. I either shut down, that was my and like start crying in a corner, or I will start like boxing you. Sure. I will destroy you. It is fight or flight mode. Right. And I will pick one and it will. <laughs> Maybe not be good ending for you. <laughs> That's why I'm worried is because, like, I thought there was... Adam told me there was some rule that you, like, couldn't, like, touch the actors or something. Oh, sure. Yeah, like, yeah. I think he said that he tried to fist bump one of them and they got mad at him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it'd be over. I, I'm i punching someone. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole thing. It's is like, really... Is if you, you weren't out supposed to touch anybody. And you'll, you'll find a haunted house. It's like, they'll get as close to you as like. They can, but without, yeah, without touching, touching you. you. Yeah. Nah. I, no. Yeah. You'll have some creepy <sighs> dude like right up against the side of your face. You know, like, breathing on you. Stop. Especially. I hate that. That's almost worse <laughs> than just like hitting me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, uh, how do you, how, well, you know, that's, that's what I would call on some levels, kind of irrational fear, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Fear of me, the dark, fear of spiders. Honestly, it's just like, I think my, like, overall general fear is just fear of the unknown, which is like what most people are afraid of. Sure. Right? But we put it into categories because, like, I'm afraid of the dark because I don't know what's going to happen. I can't see what's happening around me. I'm afraid of spiders because I can't tell what that thing is thinking, and it's ugly. It's, it's and creepy, on your face and, and it's got your... like too many legs, and they're, uh, <laughs> they're hairy, and they're gross, and I hate them. Ugh. I hate all bugs, bees. I'm also afraid of bees. Oh. Any kind of bee. I, well, I've got a jar right here with no, bees in it. Stop like, it! Stop it! <laughs> Don't do that to me. Don't fake it. <laughs> Don't mess with me. <laughs> it was funny when I when I was thinking about this. I was like, oh yeah, I told her I have a jar of bees. I'm gonna really open open here in the room and see what happens. Because you I have will a burn the house ridiculously down. irrational fear of bees. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And lately there's been a bee that has been, har- like, I'm so sure it's the same bee. It's a meat bee that has been harassing me at my lunch table. It always comes for my food first. Yeah. And it stays there. And it went into my food can at one point. I said, nope, you can have it. <laughs> you just put the lid <laughs> Take on. Take the whole can. No. I just left it there for like half an hour. Oh, and then like I came back. The bee had lunch? And, and the bee wasn't in there anymore. I closed the can, put it away. I said, I'm not eating it. Nope. <laughs> it's fine. No, that's it. That is irrational. Yeah, it is rational. <laughs> I know. That's pretty funny. Didn't say it had to make sense. Well, well um, do you have any rational fears? Rational fears? Yes. Yeah. Or what you think, Honestly, what you would call or think of as rational fears? I feel like, like... Okay, rational fear is like, I am afraid of this because I had an experience that said, okay, this is something bad, right? Okay. You know, like, 
my example is roller skating. Like, I have eaten it so hard, roller skating, (laughs) or ice skating. Okay. Too. Um, I should be afraid of falling at this point because I know it hurts, right? I'm not afraid at all. I'm, like, when I was roller skating the last time, like, I feel like I've... I went through that stage of learning when I was really young. Okay, if I fall, this is going to hurt. So I got really afraid of it. And then now as I get older, I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid of breaking something. Personally, because I know I'm not dumb enough to break something. Yeah. Like, I, my brain says, oh, yeah, I could totally save myself. Whether I can or can't, I'm really not sure. But, well, like, I just don't have that fear anymore. What about, what about those fears of things that you can't control? Do you have those? See, I think that's a rational fear. <clears throat> Fear of something that you can't control? Like, like, like I can't what? control a bee. Give, oh, okay. oh. I can't control so you, a spider. You would say a, so th- fear of something I can't control and fear, yeah. it's That's the same thing in my head. And then rational fears are things that I'm not afraid of. Like, yeah. I should be afraid of them. But because I've had experience, now I'm just like, I don't really care. So when I was growing up as a kid, and I was trying to think exactly um, like historically, I don't know exactly. Well, I, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of context as I, as I talk about this. Um, when I was growing up as a kid, we used to have, um, uh, like there was always, always talk or at least a thought of a possibility of nuclear war. Oh yeah. Right. And, and, and there still is. And where I grew up in particular, there were missile silos around our town, like mm-hmm. not very far away. Like I could take you out and drive you by one. And like every time we drove by a missile silo in, I, in my little kid brain, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, war is imminent and it's terrible. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're all going to die in a nuclear holocaust. And, um, I, and, and I, now my English teacher makes jokes about the nuclear holocaust. Wow. Okay. No, he doesn't. He used to tell us, though, he was like, uh, if you don't turn in your essay, there will be a nuclear holocaust. And I was like, wow. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, I was born after, like, the Cuban Missile Crisis and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, um, but there certainly was, like, Soviet Union tension, you know, mm-hmm. and there was kind of all the always this idea that maybe, you know. Something uh, was going to happen. Something was going to happen with nuclear war and blah, 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 you know. So, yeah. Um, so as a kid, I always kind of had this fear like that one day I was just going to be obliterated into dust, you know, by a nuclear bomb. You're going to be a Thanos. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I just, as I was thinking about that, I actually, I actually thought, you know, with all the stuff that's going on in the world today um, with war and, you know, we just got done talking to uh, Gloria about Ukraine and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, um do those kind of fears are are they a part of your thinking and or or and or your friends thinking like or is it just like you've become kind of numb and desensitized to it because it's something that you see on TV and it's not ever been really close to you um wow weighted question okay um, <laughs> you asked me if this was a fun topic <laughs> I, t- I told you you know i think um no it's not not it's necessarily no. fun but there's also some, you know, it's interesting when yeah. you think about fear and like how we respond, right? Well, I feel like I think about it probably a little more than my peers do. 
Um, because I watched the news a lot with you guys. Probably because I was bored. And I knew you guys weren't going to turn it off. So it's like, okay, either sit in my room and read a book or whatever. Or watch the news. And so a lot of the times I chose watch the news. Most of the time I didn't understand what was going on on the news. Right. But now I've made it a habit. Like, even if I'm doing something, I'm still kind of listening to what's going on. So, especially last night, um, I saw a lot of videos from the Palestine-Israel yeah. war yeah. thing. Um, sure. And the, bo- the hospital bombing in Gaza. Right. right? And I was like, oof. Like, it's getting real. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting real. Um, And I can't say that. I'm completely detached from the idea of there being more. Like, I know there's always a possibility. Sure. Like, and especially in recent years, like, there's a bunch of people theorizing, oh, there's going to be a World War Three, and blah, 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 this is going to happen, this is going to happen. So I do think about it a lot more. But really, like, I think my fear leans more towards smaller things. Like, I don't really think all the time, oh, there's going to be a huge war in America and the entire country is going to be blown off the map. I think, oh, there's going to be some violence of some kind towards a certain school, like a school shooting, or there's going to be a bombing of this hospital or something like that. You know, like I think of it on a smaller scale. Well, you even said... Just because I haven't experienced anything on such a large scale. Yeah. You even said though a while back when I when we were talking about school shootings and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like that you you have thought about it. I think know. about that a lot more than I think about nuclear holocausts and so war. Do, you, do you think that that's a fear? Like yeah, yeah. No, well, I didn't really think about it when you first but, asked me the question, but I do have rational fears. Sure. Of yeah, maybe there's gonna be some kid that decides. You know what? I'm just gonna. Get rid of a few people. Yeah. Or maybe there's some guy walking down the street when I'm walking to mom's office and he's going to decide, oh, I'm just going to stab this girl. Yeah. Or st- kidnap her or steal her stuff. I don't know. Sure. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Which in some ways probably is uh, actually healthier. Than- it's a cautious fear for me. I'm yeah. not paranoid about it, but I'm aware that it's something that could happen. You're to aware me. of your surroundings. Yeah. They Which, o- they always say, like, you think, <clears throat> oh, it happens to people, but it won't happen to me. Yeah. I don't think like that anymore. I think, yeah, it could happen to me. But if I spend my whole life being paranoid about it, I'm not going to actually live. Okay, so how, how do you get past that, you know, that idea that this could happen? Because for some people, legitimately, it really is paralyzing. It's a paralyzing fear, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think part of it is just my personality. Part of it is I'm ex- scarily good at comp- compartmentalizing. We s- talked about that last yeah, night. Yeah. I'm good at saying, okay, yeah, this could happen. So what if it does? Yeah. Like, you know, how is that going to end? Okay. Sure. Maybe I could die. But what's the good? I get to go to heaven. Right. Sounds a whole lot better than being here, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's kind of how I've started thinking about it now. Yeah. It, like, I can't say that I've ever really been 
like afraid. I mean, there were a couple times where we had some code reds and right. I was like, I might die right now. Sure. Well, okay. What happens if I do? I've, <laughs> I had a few dreams about it in the past, like yeah. kind of freaked me out. But really it was just like the realization that I should be cautious, but it should not take over my life. Yeah. Like God is there. If he decides that I still have a purpose that needs to be fulfilled, then he will let me stay. Yeah. And if I have already finished my job here, you'll go hang with him. He's going to take me out. (laughs) (laughs) And okay, fine with me. Sure. You know, that's just how it's going to be. So interesting. Uh, I think really I can think like that because of my faith. And most people probably are paralyzed by that fear because they don't have anything to hope for. Yeah. You know, they don't have a, how should I say, like higher power to believe in, you know? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, and what you're talking about is kind of, is like hope of future, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, that actually does put, I, I think that actually does put a lot different perspective on, um, on terrible things, right? Yeah. And and the reality is is that nobody likes to talk about death, right? No. Nobody likes to really think about death, but but it, the truth is is that, you know, <laughs> there's one thing that's guaranteed in life and that, yeah. that's that's it, right? We're all going to meet meet an end at some point and so um a hope of a future past that is, is something that's really incredible. Yeah. Right? And, and and then starts to change the perspective on how you view all the the horrible things that can come with life. Mm-hmm. When right? I, when Even I, if it's war or cancer or sorry. death or whatever. Sorry. No, it's okay. What I think is really interesting is like the generational difference between talking about death is so drastically different. <clears throat> like for you. How do you mean? Well, Gen Z is just like. Don't say the word. No. Oh. No, it's like just straight jokes. I mean, there's so many TikToks you can probably find making jokes about school shootings or making jokes about death in general. Yeah. Like, because we, that's just how we cope with the idea, I think. Like, really, most people don't think about it. Like, that's probably what we're doing. But I think personally that's what we're doing with the idea. And then with older generations, their way of thinking about it is, like, just to not mention it at all. Like, out of sight, out of mind sure. kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, younger generations know this is a thing that they can't get out of their minds, so they turn it into a joke to make it easier to... Yeah, but I think, I mean, I think that's somewhat natural a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, right? Nobody wants to think about dying. No. <laughs> so... That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, you know, at the same time, we are all faced with it, too. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's it's uh, it makes it a lot different whenever you're actually... I've kind of thought that through, mm-hmm. you know, li- prepared for that in some form or fashion um, yeah. that you're, that, you, that um, yeah, it makes a big difference. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I have, I, I myself have had some very irrational fears in my life. I mean, there's no question about that. Um, spiders for me have always yeah. been one of those. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh Yeah. You know that, don't you? Do you not no. know? No. Oh yeah. You I mean, kill I'm, all the spiders in my bathroom for yeah, me. I assume you're it's a man. Out of sheer will and <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I don't do spiders. Oh no. 
Snakes? See? I'll do snakes all day long. Oh, what? No. Sure. Uh, you know, okay, I've seen the cute little banana snakes. <clears throat> Those things are adorable. Have you seen their little faces? They have like little cute like smiles. Like, but I won't touch it. What about that little calf thing that I sent you? That was so adorable. <laughs> I want it. I know. Oh, it's I don't so know what it was, cute. people, but I saw it was one of those things you see on social media. I was like, you know, I keep a, getting otter a, videos. A calf the size like could fit in somebody's hands. Oh, they're so cute. And it was really cute. And and the girls said that they wanted me to buy one. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that you can't afford that. No, probably not. I keep seeing otters who are like rubbing their noses with their little paws. Well, you know, <clears throat> I didn't so cute. I didn't necessarily want to uh have a conversation about fear because it's not something that anybody really likes talking well, about. Well, it's better than what I thought we were going to talk but, about. So. But at the same time, you know, I, I actually do think that, um, you know, fear is something that we all deal with mm-hmm. and it's all something that we, we generally kind of, it's faux pas to talk about. And, you know, if we're going to be good at doing the in-between podcast <laughs> and having tough conversations and, you know, how do we talk through these kind of things is like, we, you know, at times we've got to ask these kind of questions and uh, see what, how you deal with fear itself. Well, thanks for uh, listening, I guess. <laughs> I forgot my entire outro. I'm going to wing it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> been a long week, guys. I know it's only been three days, but... um. Yeah, I forgot everything. Uh, like we do have to say thank you subscribe. for listening to yeah, our podcast. Yeah, thank you. Even even though you know at times show your thanks through the likes. <laughs> there's some times that we just get it really bad and mm-hmm. wrong. But you know, part of this is is that we don't um, we don't really do a lot of editing. Sometimes no, we do a little bit. Of editing. We don't plan. We don't really edit. It's just and, this is raw braining right here. And you know, the reason why we don't is because we want this to be like a dinner time conversation. And it'd and, be authentic. And it'd be somewhat, somewhat <laughs> authentic. and Hopefully. Um, so we hope you enjoy it. Hope that you will join us back next week as we tackle more tough topics. Yeah. And hopefully next week I'll uh, have my crap together and give you a better intro <laughs> and outro. <laughs> but for now, we will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>